Today we're being joined by a WAA for W Star draft prospect, Caitlin Sirhoy. Caitlin, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. No worries. Now, I normally start with the same question, but since your last name is hard to pronounce, and I'm sure plenty of people have butchered it, just to clarify, did I get it correct? If not, yes. how do you pronounce it? Yes, you got it correct. So heaps of people do butcher it, but I usually get the shro, shro, but pronounce Sirhoy. So bang on. It's funny. I was listening to a few highlights of yours on the AFL website on the YouTube channel, and they had two different name pronunciations. So I'm glad I got the right one. So <laughs> now good tell us you. a bit about yourself. Sorry, what's that? I said good on you, one of the first. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good thing for me. I feel proud now. Um, so tell us a bit about yourself. What got you into footy and, uh, yeah, how you got into footy and tell us what type of player you are. Yeah, so I play at Peel Thunder and I play on the wing. That's my most comfortable position. And I started out football socially at just the local club called Manager Mustangs. And from then I kind of got touted to play for the Peel Development Program in Mandra. And then yep. from then I um, scouted by state at 15. So I've pretty much been playing state football for WA pretty much up until now. Um, and, yeah, from then I've played uh, some league football for Peel Thunder. Um, we're currently in pre-season right now, which is really cool as well. So, yeah. yeah. So obviously representing Peel Thunder and then representing WA as well. How has those opportunities been for you to step up the level from playing Waffle W, then progressing up to under 18 championships and representing WA? Yeah, I think the level of intensity is something that really kind of takes it up a little notch. I think uh, playing for state, there's a lot more running needed and I think there's a little bit more risk taken. Um, whereas uh, playing at Waffle W on the wing, there's a little bit more structure required to um, play Waffle W as well as some bigger bodies, which I find a bit challenging. But playing out on the wing, I kind of use that to my advantage and use my explosiveness and my speed to take on the play um, at both levels. But but I do believe that the training intensity at State does lift up a notch. So, yeah. Sure. You mentioned sometimes playing on bigger bodies and more experienced players. Sometimes it's a good thing. When you get into the A4W, you've got to have that experience to a degree already against season veterans if you want to call them that no 100 percent. yeah i do believe that um playing against bigger bodies do um add some experience to your game like i said like i'm still young and i'm still learning the game so i think it's nice to kind of um see the difference in levels especially because in the championships you're playing girls your own age so it's a bigger notch up in that level but yeah for sure you mentioned playing as a wingman so what would you say some of your strengths as a wingman um i believe my strengths on the winger side would be probably my endurance running. Um, I'm a long endurance runner. I think also in saying that my running patterns work really well for me on the wing. Um, my footy IQ is pretty up there. I think my yep. aerial ability um, is something that I take pride in as well as my efficiency with the ball. That's good. So would you say you'd be more of a confidence player? Because when I had from the men's side thing last year, Mateus Filippo, he had some self-confidence about himself. and it's not you know, known too many players that like to talk themselves up or have that confidence. But I suppose it's a good thing to have. Would you feel the same way or different? Believe it or not, I think when I'm playing football, I think for everyone, like this is not just myself, but I think everyone kind of undergoes a bit of performance anxiety. And that's something that I've had to deal with this year a lot, especially being a driver. So I wouldn't say I'm a confidence player. I would just say that once I get a good clean touch, I do feel confident with the ball and I do... (laughs) 
have a better game, but I do get caught up in my head quite a bit. So <laughs> that's fair. So obviously representing WA in the championships, how was that tournament, I suppose, for you personally and as playing with some of the well, the best of the WA talent as well? Yeah, I really had fun this year with my national um, championships. I think being a top ager, I'm more of a role model and a leader this year, whereas last year I would kind of – I was more of a listener and I was there to learn um, mm. from the girls. But I think coming from the National Academy um, down to state, I really kind of wanted to put my best foot forward. And then also having a little bit of a frustrating season with Peel, not winning a lot of games, not being able to play a heap because of injury. Um, yeah it was really nice to kind of have a good championships and um, be rewarded by the old Australian, which was real nice. Good. So how, how did you feel in the moment that you got put in the all Australian? Obviously it's a pretty cool achievement. Yeah. I think for me, um, being in a draft year, I think the reality of it, like reality of that is that when you kind of um, get little rewards, it's almost a relieving mm-hmm. as much as you are excited that, um, you've achieved, uh, let's say, the All-Australian. I think for me it was more really relieving feeling that I've had a lot of confidence leading into the draft. I think um, before that I was a bit apprehensive and a bit nervous um, leading into the draft. But I think after my national championships, I tried to put my best foot forward and being rewarded with the All-Australian, it was definitely a relieving feeling. Now, I'm pretty sure I'm correcting saying this. You're the only WA uh, draftee draft prospect to get a, an invite to the draft night on Monday next week at Marvel. How, how do you feel getting that invite and uh, what 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 do, you, what do you think about getting that opportunity to yeah, go to the night? To be the only WA um, prospect to go to Marvel, it's um, really honouring and I'm extremely grateful. Again, not everyone gets an opportunity, so um, I was really honoured to get the phone call up. But then again, I think I was so excited. I think... Um, like obviously it's a cool feeling and I think at the end of the day I felt a bit selfish saying yes just because I can't take all my family WA but then again yeah. like it's an offer you can't really say no to so I've got my yeah. mum and dad a close friend and a few family from over east which is really cool so I'm really excited yeah that's good so speaking of the draft um did you nominate nationally or did you go for the state draft I nominated nationally nice because I've had some plays on from some states in all of the states where they've kind of gone to a state and I feel nationally is probably the best opportunity. Would that be Ryan saying that's part of the reason why you selected that? Yeah. So I have maybe three um, leading factors as to why I chose nationally. I think definitely what you just said then, the opportunity to kind of branch out and make most mm. of getting drafted. I think that was um, definitely a major factor in my decision. Um, I think also when I went to National Academy, Tuck's, um and Lockyer basically said to all of us that they're implementing um, national for the first time this year. And I think um, that was quite exciting because I think if um, we're going to get to the next level, I think the draft needs to be, um, if not the same, but similar to the boys' draft, which is that national. Um, and then again, I think for me um, and my own development as a football player and as a person, I'm going to have to need to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. And I think being in a new environment and opening up horizons to go wherever I think that's what's going to suit me best for my style of football um and yeah those are definitely the three um, major factors into my decision so it's good good reasons as well and like Steve Tarkin said about being national and whether whether the it'll transition like the boys draft where it'll be you know just one national and there's no state by state thing but that's a story for another day I was, yeah. how's the meeting 
how's the meetings been with clubs for these meetings with the interviews and everything or whatever you want to call them? How, how, have, they, how have they been? And how would you say you went in going to your very first meeting of an AFLW club compared to how you came out of that one? Yeah, I think for me, I've been, again, really fortunate to have lots of meetings with different clubs just because I've um, applied nationally. Um, yeah. But I think I've done them pretty well. I'm a pretty good speaker, pretty confident within myself and my character. Um, I think my first interview was with GWS. So um, they were. it was a really cool experience just to get my first one out and done out of the way. It was pretty new. It's like a job interview to start off with. But yeah. I think once you start doing more and more, you kind of get used to it. And it's mm. it's not repetitive, but you kind of get used to what um, you you can and can't say, what you need to say to make you look good and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm really grateful to have um, done it quite a few times now, which is cool. That's good. Do you feel personally that there's some clubs, whether they've told you or not, that you feel like you kind of get that indication where they may be more interested in others? Any, any in particular that you feel heading that way or are you completely in the dark and, you, and they keep it very close to themselves? Oh, d- definitely. I think uh, this goes to everyone. Um, you're going to have clubs more interested in yourself or another player. I think it um, completely comes up to what the club needs and wants um, in their playing crop. But I think for me, yeah, I've got a few clubs that have shown pretty clear indication that they're interested. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's, again, when I go to the draft about where I'm going I think it's about hearing my name and where mm. I go it's just more like the goal is just to get drunk. so I don't That's mind <laughs> now this is, you mentioned about name pronunciations before I, I is this one of the most worrying things for the night for you forget about getting picked up or whatever club it is are you more worried about instead of where you get picked up if the announcer pronounces your name correct I think I'm not too worried at the moment just because <laughs> I'm I'm praying that they've listened to enough footage of me talking to yeah. know that the pronunciation surfway. But then again, I've heard so many different people butcher it. So at this point, <laughs> I'm probably not too safe. Uh, I'll respond to whatever at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. There's, there's been a few. Now, speaking back, back to the draft or club interviews, um, for the draft coming up, has there been any odd or weird recruiting questions that you had? Like, if you're a car, would, um, if you were dead or alive, who would you go for dinner with? If you're a car, what car would be? I've had that. Any off the cuff ones? I've had uh, the first one you said, dead or alive, who would you take out for dinner? Um, yeah. That was a I like the funky questions because they throw you off a bit. But I've got, I've mm. had a few like clubs say, do you have a criminal record? But I think that's, <laughs> that's a requirement. I think that's know that yeah um, i've only had maybe three clubs say that which was a bit out of the blue but yeah. you know besides that i haven't really had really any weird out of the blue questions i think i've had one where it's like what do you think you can improve on personality wise which that one throws me off a bit just because like to me i feel like it's hard to find like um flaws in your personality when you're like trying to boast yourself up to a club yeah um, so that one throws me off a bit and I tend to think about that one a little bit more. But besides that, I haven't really had any strange or weird questions. That's good. I had Annabelle Embleton from the Sandy Dragons on yesterday and she said the question she got asked from a club was, there's 30 seconds left in a game. What are you doing? You haven't had that one? Because I, th- I thought that was a very interesting one too. And probably oh, hard to answer. Yeah, I think I've had 
I've had questions probably similar to that. Off the top of my head, I can't really remember lots of this. Yeah. I think once an interview's done, I just kind of um, take key points and then forget about the rest. But I, off the top of my head, I can't really think about it, to be honest. That's fair. So, obviously, you mentioned throughout this year, obviously, playing in the championships, Peel Thunder, having some injuries in between. Um, how, how have you gone about it with the, all those injury niggles around everything and how have you dealt with the recoveries? Yeah, so um, I'm not a very injury-prone person, but 2021, I did my ankle, which ruled me out for a year, pretty much. And I think yeah. with that injury in particular, like, it just grew a lot of fuel for fire to play football again. And I think um, last year, I really kind of put my best foot forward and set the stage of how I want to play football. Um, but at the start of the year, this year, I unfortunately had concussion in my first yeah. game, um, which ruled me out for maybe three weeks. So I wasn't playing footy for three weeks. Concussion's a really tricky one just because yeah. it's, it's not a physical injury as if you've broken your ankle and you're, you've got this long to recover. It's more based upon how you're feeling. And I think at the time when you're, you're sitting out and watching people play, you feel fine, you just want to be out there. But in deep down, you, you, need, to, you need to recover and you need to do that too protocol. But for me, it was really hard to get back into football after that and keep consistent just because I was ruled out for three weeks and then state um, kind of pulls you in and out for their program as well. So it was quite hard to transition back into pill, but I thought I did a good job and I tried to do it the best I could. So, yeah. That's good. Now, in the championships, getting the MVP of the team, how did it feel getting another big honour along with that All-Australian? Oh, I think Evie Couch got the MVP, not me. <laughs> Well, the article was lying here. Word for word, it said he got MVP honours for your side, it said. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That was last year in my Futures game. Okay, well, that makes it more impressive being a bottom major at that point to get that. Well, backtrack then. This article lied to me. So, um, yeah, how how was that? Yeah, I think for me it was pretty um, honouring to receive MVP for my side. Um, I think... Like I said, last year was kind of a benchmark and um, I proved to myself that I can kind of um, like push myself to kind of go for those top 20 kind of rankings. Um, but it was really nice. But then again, like I'm just as good as my last game. So I kind of um, forgot about it afterwards and kept on going back yeah. to pill, playing week after week, which is good. good. So who would you say, you mentioned being a winger, who would you say is your... AFL or AFLW play comparison that you would compare yourself to for someone that needs wants a specific player or something like that? Oh, um, I feel What's like stop? that's a hard question. I think I love um, Ola Dwyer from Brisbane. Yeah. I think she plays that winger role really well and she's someone that I feel like I don't play like but I aspire to be like. Um, yeah. Her running ability and her transition to get dangerous in the forward line is something that I'm working on. Um, kind of being that dangerous winger, but I think for me, my similarities would be um, running patterns um, and those abilities to open up the play and then get back to first as well. That's good. So, who would you say has been one of your toughest opponents this year, whether that's in the championships or any of the teams that you've been a part of this year? Yeah, um, I think for me, I with one of my championship games in the midfield against SA and I played on the bowl and I was playing against Shania Goody. So I think for me, um, she's a lot more mature in her body and I think she's a lot more stronger than me and that's where 
she kind of got me and I think um in saying that she's like a fantastic player. she's AFLW yeah. red and um yeah she kind of proved it that game <laughs> yeah the one very big name and, and obviously mentioned um obviously goody as well obviously being pre-listed by the power lauren young's another one did you ever have to match up on lauren because everyone i've had on that seemed to match up on her it's clearly shows how she would have been the number one draft how strong of an opponent she is oh i've never had to, fortunately i've never had to match up on her um i played with her and then i played against her obviously but i think even if you're not playing on her she's still like um she was definitely someone that we tried to kind of not tag in a sense, but definitely kept an eye on when we played it. But even in that, like, she still cracked us open, which is really impressive, and she's a wonderful player. And if she didn't get pre-listed, she definitely would have gone number one. For sure she would have been, definitely. Uh, who's some of your favourite or favourite AFLW team or AFL team? Uh, I think for the men's, I barracks with Carlton and a bit okay. of it. But for women's, I don't really follow teams. I more follow players and who's who's playing, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's fair. Who? How would you assess the men's team for Carlton and West Coast? Is obviously some completely different ends of the scale on the ladder. Yeah. Uh, for me, I I like Carlton just because they're underrated in a sense. But I do like some of their players, and I think that's why I kind of transitioned over. And then again. I love Eagles. I'll always be a diehard Eagles fan, but they just uh, didn't give me the satisfaction this year <laughs> to watch them consistently. Um, and that's why I did really enjoy watching Carlton. So That's fair. Uh, any particular favourite teammates you have in any of the WA teams you've been a part of? Favourite teammates? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a few. Uh, I really like playing with Jamie Henry. Yeah. Um, I think the way she goes about her football is just so professional and um, I think we work very well together on the field. And then back at Pickle and in state this year, I really liked um, playing with Evie Coucher. Um, yeah. She's like my little daughter. I love her. <laughs> yeah. I, we're just polar opposite people, but we get along so well and she really balances me out often on the football field. So That's good. So, um, do you have any former contact any AFRW players? And if you have, what advice have they kind of given you throughout this year and how to handle this draft period? Yeah, so I was really close with Ella Roberts last year, um, just because she was at Peel and I was in state with her. Um, I think I've spoken a lot with Chloe Wrigley, who used to play for Peel, and then Cassie Davison, who's a train-on for St Kilda at the moment. Um, and just kind of getting a grasp at what it's like to kind of um, be at that next level. And I think the transition especially, um, and even speaking to clubs itself, I think they definitely emphasise being ready when you come um, and that starts at your own home club. So we're in pre-season right now for Peel and I think for me I'm just trying to kind of push myself um, further and harder and I think also trying to keep a professional standard as well. So you mentioned there at the start there, the first time you mentioned Ella Roberts, what a terrific season she's had in her first few years. She's been a clear stand-up for the Eagles and was up there in the rising start being third. Yeah, uh, she's definitely someone that um, I aspire to play like. I think I really admire her um, ability to kind of be a, a well-rounded player and her, her drive and her, her kind of, I don't know, her style is just amazing. She's just a a kind of ready-made football player, I guess. But I think mm. definitely uh, a lot of media, I don't know personally, but 
a lot of media um, attention around her last year. And I think she really kind of just let her footy talk, which I'm really happy for. So That's good. Any coaches' pets in any of the teams you've been a part of? Hmm. I don't want to bag anyone out. I feel like we have no coaches' pets, really. I think maybe last year our coach was more of like a friend. Like he was a really – he was more of a mate. So I feel like everyone was like in a sense. But – I feel like I've, I've never really had to play with it, to be honest. Well, that's a that's a good thing that you that you don't have to then. Um, Danielle Ponting did a terrific goal for Brisbane at the start uh, for Adelaide. Sorry, at the start of the year, and I got back from the centre square and it bounced over a couple of times. Did you watch that? And who do you think would be able to replicate that in, in any of the teams you've been a part of, or do you think you'd be able to replicate it, or someone that thinks they can and they really, really can't? I do not think I can't kick goals, so definitely not me. But I think. Back at Peel, we've got um, Cuzzy. She's got a massive talk on her. And I, when I think of that, I just think of her. Um, or yeah. at State, probably like a maybe a banjo, Angelique Rayson. I think he might be uh, up there with that one. But, yeah. So any any nicknames you get? Speaking off camera with the name pronunciation as well, any particular nicknames you get? Yeah, I get Shroggy a lot at Peel um, and a bit of State. Um, also just like your cape, your cape and stuff like that. But yeah, pretty basic. And as long as they pronounce it right, we mentioned a few times. That's that's the main thing. Any outside of footy interests that you have? Yeah, uh, I'm really into my education. I want to go to uni next year. I've graduated this year. I also have taken up um, surfing. Tried doing that a little bit with my boyfriend. Um, I'm a big book nerd. I love reading <laughs> uh, and just hanging out with family. Yeah. Would you consider yourself? You mentioned surfing. There, a pro surfer. No, no way. I'm, <laughs> I'm still on the foamy. I'm not like that. <laughs> that's fair enough. What do you feel is the best individual game of footy that you've ever played in that's kind of getting you noticed to where you are now? Uh, I think for me, this year, my allies' performance is probably up there. But I think if I reflect on my whole career, probably my Futures game last year where I got best on, I think I showcased a lot of my strengths with my running ability um, my contested work, my aerial ability, et cetera. I think um, that's probably one that comes to mind. Sweet. Yeah, you said before that you don't kick too many goals, but I'm sure you kick goals at some level, whether that's for WA or any of the other teams. What would you say is the best individual goal you've ever kicked at any level and whereabouts was it from? Any check sides, oh, tall bananas, left foot, opposite foots? Oh, I'm going to be honest with myself. I think the only goals I've kicked are from free kicks. So. Yeah, that's Better than nothing. I actually can't say, but I think that's something I'm working on as well. My kind of forward craft and my forward knowledge. I really want to try and get dangerous and kick a few more goals. But back at local, I think our ovals were tiny, but I think I kicked it from like yeah. the centre square. But it was the oval was tiny. I think it was like that. So <laughs> that. fair enough. So. I was in the AFRW competition this year. Mon Conti won the best and first of the best player this year by seven votes, which I thought was a bit further than I thought because I thought it was a bit tighter overall. So, yeah, obviously, Jadana, Ebony Marinoff, plenty of other players up there as well. Who did you feel you had winning that award? Oh, I really wanted Jazzy Gardner to win it. Um, mm. Personally, I think she got a little bit robbed. But I, I really like her game style, and I think she did have, like, a killer of a season and it was really hard to beat but 
I think Mon Conti was just as up there as well. So, yeah. Sure. You mentioned about being robbed, and Jazz Gunner certainly was robbed. I understand how Laura Gunner, who was probably one of the best mids, along with those names we just mentioned, only got six votes, and Charlie Rowbottom only missed one game and only got eight votes as well. And then some of the names get a lot more that were individually not as good as those. So it's very interesting how they go about it these days. Yeah, I do agree with that. Now, goal, I might know the answer to this now, but mark or goal the year, which one would you rather do? I think for me, with my aerial ability, um, 100% mark of the year. Um, I love marking the ball. I don't really get a lot of reward in kicking goals. I'd rather give it off to someone else, but definitely mark. That's fair. And I suppose with a mark of the year too, if you, the game's been filmed or there's a photographer there, you can get a good photo. That's a new profile picture, boom, and Looking good. Where the video, you can have a video, obviously, for goals, but it's still good, but can't get a profile picture out of it. Exactly. <laughs> now, um, what's something someone does at the club, any of the clubs you've been in, and that you can't say whether they're scaring people, uh, jumping out of a bin, uh, well, even rubbish around anything in particular? Oh. Hmm. This one's a tricky one. I would probably say myself. Like, I think at State, I'm a bit of a micro-round clown. I think there's sometimes I should probably turn around. I think I'm probably the one scaring people, to be honest. So I'd probably have to say myself there. <laughs> Any a success rate in scaring people? No, but I've annoyed people, which is just no. as equal. <laughs> that is very, very true. Now, this might be a similar answer, maybe. Who loves the limelight, the attention, the camera, the any of the attention being a part of, and they can't get enough of it, and they know exactly where the camera is when there's a goal celebration or something that they've, they've, done, that they've done well? Oh, I think it'd have to be equal with me and Georgie Cleaver. I, we're pretty up there with loving the media, but <laughs> I don't think well she does, so that's the difference. But, yeah. That's fair. Um, interstate trips, are you a fan of interstate trips? You obviously mentioned you opened it going nationally, so I suppose you like them. Yeah, uh, I think they're probably the funnest thing about playing football, I think. Uh, going on the plane with your mates, I think they're the funnest kind of trips. Um, but, yeah. That's fair. If you could name an ideal draft night scenario for you, what is it? Oh, ideal. You get to pick the how it happens, I- everything. It's hard to say because I'm, I'm going to be grateful wherever I go and I've promised myself yeah. that I don't care what club I go to. Um, I just want to be drafted. But I think for anyone, I think realistically they would love to go top 10. And I think for me, I'd love to go um, probably make that a little bit larger and maybe go, I'd love to go top 15. That's fair. Well, I mean, if you're getting the invite, you're obviously clearly in that mix and possibly in that mix, uh, in that top 10 as well. We'll, we'll see on Monday night. A few more questions before I let you go, Special coming on. Who are some teammates that you've been impressed by or opposition you've been impressed by that don't get talked about as much that you feel that should deserve a little bit more talk about them? Um, I think I think she does get talked about, but I definitely think she's a bit under the radar as well, Jamie Henry. I think um, she's someone I really enjoy playing with and she's extremely hardworking and super disciplined. I really enjoy um, the way she goes about it. But then also I think maybe a bit of Miley Leach. Um, I was fortunate enough to play um, state with her this year as an overager. Um, yep. But, yeah, I think, again, like, she's a, a hard-working player, rocked up to training and just kind of locked in, did what she needed to do. So, yeah. 
We've got a few more for the pressure camera. So, favourite music? I'm an all-rounder. I think I like every type of music, but I think my favourite song at the moment would have to be anything by Rufus to Soul. So. Okay. Favourite food? I love Mexican and Italian, so I can't pick. That's fair, same. Are you a good cook? If so, what's your signature dish? Oh, I think I'm a pretty good cook. Um, <laughs> I I think everyone makes a good pasta, but I do like um, a few burrito bowls as well, a few nachos. Nice. Same, that burritos, nachos, all, all fantastic. Now, the last one's appreciate coming. Now, I've asked a few people this, and I get a bit of a mixed response here. It probably depends what position you play. Now, obviously, for the brown low in the men's and women's, obviously, it's heavily dominated with a midfielders award, I call it, really. Then, obviously, the Coleman is clearly a forwards award, and Rucks are tending, starting to get notice in votes in the, in the brown lows now. Do you feel that the defenders should have their own official title of a defenders award, whatever you want to call it, but an actual official title like the other positions do? Um, for me, I obviously don't play that position, so I can't speak for them, but I think how it is is pretty fair. I think, um, backliners win premierships. Um, I've always been by that and backliners and defenders win games. So I think, again, they don't get a lot of credit. Um, but I think when you play football, you don't play for votes, you play to win. Um, and you play for the team. And I think that's something that defenders really kind of, um, have to kind of take on with themselves and I think they do it well so yeah appreciate it so I'll add one more who do you feel will be the number one draft pick come Monday night this one's a hard one um I think either like if they did get prelisted probably Lauren Young but I think right yeah. now maybe Alicia Pisano um yeah. he's someone I hope that goes number one but yeah Caitlin, I really appreciate you coming on. All the best. Hope your dreams get realised on Monday night. At whatever club that is, you have a long, successful career there, Caitlin. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks.